Well, good evening. Welcome back to the My Love of Golf podcast. Thanks for joining us once again, wherever you are in this wonderful wide world of ours. Appreciate you listening in. Appreciate you following, subscribing, sharing. Most importantly, just hopefully enjoying the work that uh, the three of us bring to you on a weekly basis. Uh, if you missed uh, last week, go back and check that out. But uh, we did drop another little bonus podcast in. I call them Industry Insider. Uh, if you want to hear about Ping and uh, some of the product that Ping have coming to the market, but more importantly, some of the insights from someone who who's Australian-based and is really very experienced in the world of ping. Please check that out. Dropped uh, just the other day. and um, But anyway, right now, a lot to talk about with the guys. Let's bring them in. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we as we celebrate another week of the Mile of Golf podcast? Thanks for joining us again. Uh, listeners, if you listen to this, well, you won't uh, pick up this part, but yeah, Mike's already started um, to the antagonizing behavior uh, that sometimes is directed towards me. He's fronted up to the Zoom call. Of course, Mike's in inner city Melbourne. I'm down in the morning, the peninsula, and Rocket is up in uh, Brisbane. Mike and I are in hoodies, scarves, hats, heaters on. I've got the Mr. Blanky over my knees here. Uh, it's freezing down here. Rocket's probably got his T-shirt on. But Mike's already started because um, he's got his, his bandwagon Western United fronted up with the scarf on. Two-year member and uh, never been to a game, but he's fronted up with the scarf on to wire me up. And appropriately, I turned up with my Melbourne City hat on. Um, obviously, my Melbourne City lost the A-League Grand Final and very uh, unfortunate. But uh, Mike's turned up with the um, Western United hat. Does uh, not hat. He's got the model of golf hat on, of course. Um, unavailable, so you can't buy one. Don't ask. Um, he's got the Western United scarf on. Mike, uh, how did you enjoy the the A League men's final? I, I was just saying before we kicked off, I only got to catch the end of it, which is the best part because mm. that's when they won. Mm. But also just the highlights because my AFL team was playing at the exact same time over in Perth. So, uh, yeah, it was good to see the highs. And I was happy because, as we sort of talked about before, a few boys that I grew up with um, are in the ownership and uh, the presidency there. And uh, one of my neighbours is, is a midfielder there. So, yeah, it was good. Well, Mike, one thing that I'll never challenge you on is your loyalty to the West. Uh, you live in the West. You support the West. And, uh, and yeah, that's a good thing. Um, and it's been, what, how long has it been that you've been on this podcast now? 12 months, over 12 months? I was just thinking about that before. It's it's just it's just over twelve months because I think it was uh, maybe just before, just the, before masters. the masters. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a fair. It's a reasonable apprenticeship in the uh, podcast world to to um, go through. Um, we think you've passed that apprenticeship. Uh, you've delivered in spades. You've probably made a number of people wealthier through your tenure here so far uh certainly with the data lake and the and the tips you know we've got three uh, have we got three currencies now to talk about we've got a, a morikawa a minwu is there what's the other one is there a burns now is it a burns uh one of the followers the one of the followers has a burns which is about two morikawas <laughs> not in my not in my field of play but um yeah, when we talk about uh, young Sam Burns coming from the clouds, I'll, I'll probably give people a bit of a rundown. But there's been a few, there's been a few winners in the last few weeks, which is great. We still don't know what the actual denominations of those currencies are, but we just know that there are a couple of currencies, and you know, the depending on the scale of the win, you you know, you win a Morikawa. I'm, I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure we we we've there's a there's some cryptocurrency to be made here. I'm pretty sure we could name it something. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah, maybe it's maybe it's a Minwoo. There's an, F- there's an NFT yeah. in this. There's an NFT. We need Ryan Pappenhausen to advise us and guide us on uh, NFT world. Um, Rocket, you know, do you think Mike's progressed suitably on the podcast? Do you think that it, that you know he's passed his probation? Past probation. Uh, yeah, like right from the start, Data Lake is undefeated. Well, I only think that it's an appropriate time that not only you have a theme tune. But Mike has a theme tune, a proper theme tune, one that might stick. Mike, 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 Mike. Here he is. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. What is that? It's, a, it's great. That's the Mike song. Mike. We might play what it. In, we might play it in this. Oh, you know, just actually. Um, Mike, Mike, Mike. That's great. Um, 
I have to say thank you to Dion. <laughs> I didn't even know where that was going there at the start of all that, but I uh, had to say thank you to one of our listeners, Dion, who sent that in. I uh, said, here's a suggestion for a theme tune song for Mike, and uh, that's all it is. Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, I'll play it at its entirety at the end, but uh, I think that you yeah, will find the piece of that to be your theme tune, Mike. Uh, Rocket, how are you? Mike, Mike. Things you can do with technology. Uh, Rocket, how are you? I'm very good. I'm e- very good. Excellent. Is it the Rocket Mortgage this week, is it? No, no, no. Oh, it's that's just a Bryson picture. It's, yeah, it's a Bryson. Yeah, it's Bryson chugging on a chocolate milkshake, which is kind of appropriate for him flying in to fraudulently pretend to play the memorial and probably withdraw again. So is that your tip? Your tip that Bryson is on the plane? So you're forecasting that he's on the plane to the memorial. He's posted the pictures mm-hmm. of that and he's going mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go through the warm up and then WD. Mm-hmm. Is that what you are you having? Mm-hmm. Can you have money on that? No, probably not. Oh, okay, uh, okay. So that's uh, Rocket's background. You can check that out on YouTube. The growing YouTube. We picked up another follower this week, guys. Congratulations to us. One more follower, you beauty. Uh, One sixty. Uh, we'll be up to soon. Thanks very much. Uh, we'd love to get to a thousand. If you're listening, just look. Or a thousand thousands. If if you if you don't even look at YouTube, don't matter. Just go out, go there. My love of golf. It's the same as the podcast. Type it in, hit subscribe, do us a favour, um, and then you can watch. You can watch us. Um, you'll share, see our faces. Share it with your friends. Share it. Yeah, you'll you'll see. You'll see. Uh, Mike. It's got a background. I don't know. What do you got? Frappuccinos there, Mike. There's only one thing to worry about: the memorial. Yeah, that's chocolate milkshake. Chocolate milkshake. We'll see about ten thousand people drinking memorial milkshakes this week. Okay, there you go. I've I've learned something new. What's, we've got all different flavours there. Um, mm. Okay, give us some love on YouTube. Gents, week in golf, where do we start? What's the plan? What's the format? Rocket? Well, we'll start with oh, Sam. Sam? Okay. You, well, who? Should be, you should, to, should be all about Sam this week. Well, I wasn't going to gloat too much, but, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> it's official in, in terms of uh, the tips, the tipping competition, which uh, it, I have to say it's been a revelation. And um, Mike at Aussie Golfer, who puts it together, I believe, uh, it's been a revelation because it has engaged our little community, our little small um, but engaged community, uh, in giving them something to talk about, giving them some sport. And uh, there's a number of names in there, as we've said before, that I know from all different streams, and you know, you guys have got to know them. Uh, but yeah, I'm just saying to that group, uh, I'm back. Uh, look out, because it doesn't, as I've always said, it doesn't take too many wins or too many great results. And I was livid with Willie Z, Will Zalatoris and Scotty Scheffler, who WD'd, I'd miscarted miss um, miss uh, weeks about and cost me, but we're back with Sam Burns. I, the data lake, I can only thank the data lake, Mike. Well, the, the best part about it was not only you two got the winner, but Ginger Ninja got the winner and so did Pultz. And Pultz, on, I reckon Tuesday, was texting me saying, I'm going so bad in the tips. I reckon I should start again now with a fresh slate and I might be a chance to go somewhere. And then he goes and picks the winner. There you go. That's great. Uh, Rocket, well done to you picking the winner. You probably had a you know, more genuine insight into the form of Sam Burns. I, I probably jumped on your t- coattails. But, uh, you know, what happened with Sam Burns? Take, take us through Sam Burns' win. Clutch. Was it clutch in the end? Uh, it's just a, you know, we'll call it a bit of backdoor, bit of backdoor action. Mm-hmm. You know, the... The, the good thing about Colonial is that the the weather played a part played its part in helping make scoring difficult. So, kind of like a lot of tournaments recently, is that the weather would change like how things were played. Sam Burns was out early; he shot fine around sixty five, and then the wind got up and basically tore its way through the top part of the leaderboard and made it really difficult for a lot of players to just hang in there. And then there was a possibility with five holes to play, the way Scheffler was going, that, you know, Burns might actually win this thing outright without um, without having to go to a playoff because Scheffler holds some monster putts coming down the stretch. The, the one he made on 17, that was huge. I didn't think he was going to make it. I thought there was no way he makes this, and I thought he's a massive chance, like you just said, to, to be out of it in regulation. Uh, oh... The, the way he parts and the way he's been putting, I was probably more confident that he would make it than, than miss it. And 
And then it was a lot of the leaderboard was just kind of borderline carnage, you know. HV3, my goodness, wasn't that an like, disappearing act? That was yeah, diabolical. Uh, ten, I think, yeah, 10 over on the back with a birdie or 10 over in the last eight or something, seven or eight. It yeah, was, like um, two triples in, two, it was like a triple, then a birdie, then a triple and a double yep. and a, it was just. But signing signing autographs, posts and taking photos and smiles and just good attitude. Yeah, well, that would have made one of us. I would have probably snapped one over my knee. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It was um, it was carnage. And if you look at the leaderboard, Burns five under, and and Finau, who he played with early, was three under, and and that was no one towards the top was any anything close to that. And uh, yeah, the damage is on the front nine. So Burns, I think, was four under on the front or five under the front, and then just sort of held on the back. And like you said, the wind got up and uh, blew everyone away. And 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 I think outside of Burns, so Burns, his third win for this, it's really interesting, right? You've got Burns winning his third one for the season. You've got Scheffler, who's got four on the board. Both have made their way through the, the KFT. Um, so, again, it's like this, there's this trend finally starting to sort of come through where you're getting these young guys that are toiling away on the KFT. They're coming onto tour and they're just making kind of, some of them not complete immediate impact in terms of wins, but they can, they're like putting themselves in contention over and over again. Like this time last year, Sam Burns was like knocking on the door, knocking on the door, knocking on the door. Scheffler was the same, knocking on the door, knocking on the door. And then all of a sudden it was like, boom, just opens up and then they just get on a bit of a run. And whether that runs for six weeks or it could be multiple months, you know, you, you, you see the, see the uh the results from there and then you've still got a few of the normal misfits on the on the leaderboard there that and the other one highlight is uh is the uh formula one test driver was in contention so you know he he um he's obviously you know been able to sort of shake it off you know the 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 week before and then continue on so you know gotta gotta give him kudos to backing it up after a Big week. You would, you would never, you wouldn't hold it against him if he emceed. Not at all. I think he had a. I look it up, but I'm pretty sure in the last hole he made. I saw someone tweet something about him making. He made a par on the last, but the actual hole, but he, the the um, the putt on his last part was a 22 foot bomb straight in the middle. Like what he would have given for that last week and, not, and a par with a 20 foot, 22 foot putt to finish. He would have given anything for that. Yeah. It's just good to see some of these other sort of the, this younger brigade coming through. Um, and also, you know, a course like Colonial, because it's an, it's an old classic course that has a bit of history. Just unfortunate that where the tournament is, where it now sits in the calendar, it gets shunted so it's it still got a pretty good field considering it's off the back of the pga and then you've got this short run into into the us open so that some of those players that may want to not play there and then roll into memorial or even take a break this week so they can roll into memorial so they're not playing like multiple weeks in a row so did it get shunted around did it, does it suffer because they moved the pga into that forward spot a, 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 yeah. a truckload of events mm. of absolute. So they're moving, they're moving the PGA. Well, this problem existed, and now we're digressing. So this problem existed when the PGA moved. First, they moved the players from March into May because they were trying to ride the coattails between the masters and that trying to portray itself as being one of these major events. And then what that meant was then the, the PGA Championship traditionally would be in August, but then it runs into the the preseason start of NFL season. But the FedEx Cup, the Courier Cup, the um, Net Club Championship, lands right in the first two weeks of the NFL season. So basically television viewing gets wiped out. 
so forget about Sundays. They just don't exist. Like the, the viewership is dead. Like So value for money for FedEx in terms of eyeballs is zero outside of just the real hardcore nutters. So I don't know what happened with the PGA Tour, but they've cut a deal with PGA America to move the PGA into May, move the Players' Championship back to March so that then the 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 net club championship could move instead of being the second first and second week of September into the the middle middle part of August so the we'll call it the primary part of the tour is done before NFL season because as you know I'm the one of the biggest NFL nuts going around so as soon as it September rolls around like I almost glass over when it comes to golf Okay. Well, yeah, the Colonial um, is probably one of the four, you know, I guess, bigger events that suffered from that uh, rescheduling. Heaps, heaps of events. Yeah. Absolutely. Just and, and some really good events. Some events that have a lot of history and were played at courses that had history as well have been completely decimated. And the oh, I could make five hundred podcasts episodes on the PGA Tour missed opportunities and how they have not either ushered in a new era or made sure that they've taken the game into other parts of the country and created a, you know, a a platform where they've got certain elevated events as they call them, but, but don't just jam them all together. And, but then these other events put them in the right spots you know, treat them accordingly, give, give them the re, them respect, play them at courses that, that kind of deserve this and not just pure, just hit and giggle goat tracks. Mm. Oh, look, I could, I could go on forever. Uh, you referred to some of the players at the, what do, how did you, what was the almost rocketism that you referred to some of the u- u- usual contenders or what did you say? The other players are outside of the you know, Burns and Scheffler coming from the KFT who were misfits, misfits, <laughs> Who, who yeah, are you got you got you got Todd, then you got Finau, yep. P. Reed, mm-hmm. Ke- Kevin. I'm going to complain now. Nah. Um, Pat Perez, you know, Chicken Wing Spieth is in there, but yeah, you know, primarily Finau, Reed, and Nah, and um, Brendan Todd. Oh, and Scott Stallings. Yeah, you know, just a <laughs> bunch of just a bunch of misfits. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Cam Davis was up there. Uh, Matty Jones was up there. Cam uh, Davis played very well. Very, very. He's well. been playing really solid golf for a lot of this year. He hasn't, you know, it's one of those things. If he makes the cut, seems like he he's playing. He's into that top twenty, making it up into that top fifteen, potentially top tens. Um, so he's he's banking some banking some coin. He just seems to have boom or bust. He doesn't. He yeah, he just needs to ma- maximize his wages. Uh, speaking speaking of wedges, what what happened to your boy, uh, Mike? Who was your? Who was, yeah, I picked Victor. Yeah. Um, no, he just didn't play well. He, he, where he was, where he was after round two, he was flying. He was right in the mix, but no, he just played really poorly on the weekend. Just didn't get anything going. I think it's a bit. Probably when I had a look at the t- the, the tournament this week, there's a few players in that same basket that. I've been expecting a bit from of late that just haven't delivered and he's in that basket. So I, I don't think he's going to come out this week or in the next couple. Uh, your strike rate for the last eight weeks has been quite good. Oh, no, yeah. There's, uh, as I've said before, anyone who's looking to have a wager on golf, don't be picking one player a week and thinking you're going to uh, make millions because that's not going to work. You need to have you know three or four depending on who you're looking at and go from there. And the last few weeks have been very good, which is good. Uh, if you do want the secret sauce uh, Twitter handle, just so you can follow on, you have to need to uh, message Mike privately. He'll give you that. Is that right, Mike? You'll give that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, because um, there is a Twitter handle that um, yeah, carries some of that uh, information. Uh, speaking of uh, form, um, you know, who, who did anyone want to bring up the mile of golf form, achieving another milestone, helping another player achieve? Uh, an opportunity to further, you know, to do even greater things in their career. Brendan, how Bray Kennedy? Yeah, another one who had a Ryan Fox uh, Sunday. Yeah, he had a um, 
I think he was leading by four coming into the final round and ended up um, shooting even par and yeah, got overrun, which is a bit disappointing for him. But yeah, he gets the bonus. He gets to come on holidays a few and share, <laughs> share, share a flat in um, St. Andrews. We uh, we get to see him at uh, St. Andrews. That, I thought that was so. I was pretty happy to see. Uh, yeah, I, I, I caught that he probably could have, should have won the thing, but. Um, you know, the fact that he qualifies for the Open, I know when he did, uh, when I did play with him at uh, 13th Beach, he was excited to, you know, the prospect of getting there and, you know, especially at the stage of his career and, and where he's at and what he's up to and, you know, he just keeps achieving and, and keeps a, a genuine career going along. Um, you know, the opportunity to play there was quite exciting um, and he got there. Um, so that was good. Hope to see uh, another fellow Ginger Ninja um, storming the fairways of St Andrews uh, come July. It's got to be. There's so many people going to to be over there. Like so many people are going to be there at different times. Um, I play golf on Friday with uh, Dylan Buckley. Uh, he's going to be there. Dylan Buckley uh, is going to be at the Open. Like he's only just come back to golf, and uh, obviously he's got one of the biggest sports and podcasts in Australia. Yeah, I'm going to the Open. I'm t- I said, where are you staying? Don't know. Have you booked your accommodation? Not yet, but I'm going to the Open. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Uh, Ahmed's going to be there. Um, Ahmed's going to be there and a whole heap of other people. It's going to be great. It's going to be like a big party. Um, okay. This week, what do we move on to? Is there any more, any, anything more to, to talk about from the... Uh, uh, I'll just give the I'll give the leaderboard on Teepstar. Oh, of course, we, yes. We, we know the winners. The people who picked the winners, as I said, was you, both of you, Ginger Ninja and Pulse. And that changes the leaderboard up a bit. So three part or die is first, no three putts, second, Shermanator third, Michael Lloyd four, Golf Labyrinth fifth, but up to number 10 with a bullet is a rocket, who's now only uh, a couple of million out of, out, of, uh, out of winning the thing. Roscoe, you are flying into 16th, yeah. and I am still just fluttering around 30th. A couple went past me, but um, look, as long as there's a few people I know behind me, I'm comfortable. Uh, no three putts. Had a game of golf with him on Friday as well with Dylan. Uh, he's pretty, pretty buoyant about his performances. Um, he thinks he can win the thing. Just putting it out there. Uh, who else? Uh, golf Labyrinth. I was talking. Uh, I was talking about Golf Labyrinth today um, from Sydney, uh, Cameron, uh, member of New South Wales, and he came up in conversation with Old Salty. Uh, so talking about him. Um, takes some great photos too, by the way. Uh, who else? Who else is in the top 10? Give us that top 10 again. Uh, the rest of the top 10, yeah. So we've got Chipper. I don't know who Chipper is. No. Uh, Bobby is a mate of mine who's just moved back from the States, living down in Ocean Grove. Shout out to Bobby, living in God's country down there. Nomadic Golfer. Still oh, yeah. he, he was, I mean, you've got to remember, Nomadic Golfer from the beginning just owned that top top spot for a long time. So he's still doing well to sit in the top eight. Mr. Ellis, wonder where he is in the moment. He's, he's travelling around Australia, playing golf in a caravan, uh, living most of it, most of everyone's golf, every golfer's dream. Yeah, and Ginger Ninja has, has jumped into the top ten. So Ginger Ninja and Rocket with the picks that picked the winners this week, knocked Public Golf and Joe Tolomeo out into eleven and twelve. Uh, and Joe, Doc, which is good to see, Doc. We don't want marketing anywhere near this. <laughs> Joe, Tol- Joe Tolomeo is one of the great, greatest supporters of everything that uh, we do. Uh, if there's something to be liked, shared or subscribed, Joe Tolomeo is the first one there. And that includes anything to do with drum and golf. He is the first one to have a positive comment, uh, a like and a thumbs up or an emoji or something like that. Joe Tolomeo will, will guarantee to be first at doing any liking. So he's a great man. And uh, the Ginger Ninja sitting up there in stall. Uh, Daniel is one of our favourite uh, members of the Mental Mastery Clubhouse. So this week, Jamie and I re represented the Mental Mastery Clubhouse. We streamlined it. It's been sort of 12 months in the membership uh, format. And if you do want to improve your game by improving your mental game, and for most people, technical stuff is the slow burn to improve. But if you improve your mental game, you can accelerate your performance. If you want to get some of Jamie Glazier's content, now keep in mind, Jamie Glazier is Lucas Herbert's mental performance coach, PGA Tour winner, um, finished, played last week, uh, probably didn't have the greatest week, but you know, made the cut, finished T48, probably banked a, another 80,000 or something like that. Um, Jamie coaches Lucas Herbert. You can get the Mental Mastery membership for now 200 bucks. 
200 bucks, which is about the price of a decent golf lesson, and you can get eight, seven, seven programs of different disciplines with about eight to ten, some have got 20 videos in them, all the same sort of content that Jamie talks to his players about for 200 bucks. Uh, mentalmastery.com.au, you can check it out. The ginger that's, ni- that's the price of, of two snap shafts. <laughs> well, we, we will avoid you snapping a shaft. No, um, but if you go and do that, you invest in 200 bucks, you're going to get probably more back because there's, a, you know, if you're having one of those years on the golf course, this is that $200 investment could save you 200 bucks because there's at least three to four snap shafts out there if you're not playing well. Yeah, it sounds like I'm trying to flog something and I am because I'm, you know, it's put a lot of um, sweat equity into building the website and we did simplify it and make it easier and, and, and made it much more affordable. Um, there's two streams. There's an, an elite stream and a club member stream, essentially the same content but just in, you know, Jamie talks to each of the, the two different types of members differently and there'll be a couple of different forums for um, the, you know, the elite players which include some of the elite juniors. But, you know, since putting all of that together, obviously – I've watched every video, I've reviewed every video, I've written the notes around every video and it really has helped me enjoy my golf more and in part of that has really helped me play better golf as well. might not be as reflected in the scores because I don't play enough and I don't practice but I just know the golf that I play now is a better quality of golf because of the skills that I've learnt through doing those courses. And f- as I say, for 200 bucks, and, and Daniel Crawford anyway, more, more to the point, Daniel's one of our leading members. He engages with that content and, you know, we should get Daniel on one day to tell us what he thinks of it rather than listening to me. Um, anyway, mentalmastery.com.au, mentalmasteryclubhouse, sorry, .com.au. Uh, anyway, that was the free plug. Um, anyone else got a free plug? Mike, how's the cheese business? Have we convinced, have we convinced marketing to fund... Have we convinced uh, King Island Cheese to fund the um, King Island uh, Mile of Golf next team meeting? No. Oh. No, that would be very, very highly unlikely. Okay. But I was in a meeting the other day where I got told there's some things that I can give away. So um, that's good. I'll, when next time I'm in the office, I'll grab them. Legolet? Leg- um, leg- some Legolet? Yeah, there's some knives there. There's some cheese boards. There's some other stuff. So Beautiful. we'll do some giveaways. Right. Like cheddar. So smoke, well, smoke cheddar is hard to get, but they, they do appreciate your posting of smoke cheddar. Hey, I'll post daily. <laughs> and Old Salty. Old Salty's a smoke, smoke cheddar fan. Stokes oh, he's, I'm really? Yeah, big fan. Uh, g'day to the Old Salty boys up there on um, far north uh, coast New South Wales. I do have a plug. Oh, yeah, plug away. This is the plug segment. No, it's, it's a plug for you. Oh, hello. Your push-ups. Yeah, it starts tomorrow. And... Has have has anyone been donating yes. millions of dollars? Yeah, well, you you donated the biggest. You're the biggest donator so far, but we will be. Uh, we need to get more active in pushing that. It does start tomorrow. Twenty four days, three thousand nine hundred and twenty three push ups, um, all in effort to increase awareness for suicide and mental health. Uh, Rocket and I are doing that, and we will be supporting. Uh, Lifeline. Lifeline, of course, is a drama golf charity partner, so that's my commitment to doing that as my one of my little pieces that I have to do. Um, yeah. Rocket? Probably going to uh, – yeah, maybe I'll be able to burn off some of that apple cinnamon damper and the rich cream that I've been covering it with for the last week or two. Okay. So, and, and uh, yeah, no, I do, I've, this is my final month, you know, of my three-month project of getting a bit stronger, a bit fitter. I haven't lost any weight, but I've certainly got a bit stronger thanks to um, Ben Croker down at Peninsula Kingswood. Uh, you, for, you're starting to put the muscle on now, mate. Did you see that? Could you tell in the in that – I'm feeling stronger. I can swim in the pool again. It's great. Uh, anyway, um, who, speaking of dietary requirements, um, who got sent the, the biscuits from Mar Rocket? Yeah, not me. Yeah. Right. Yep. My rocket champion. <laughs> he's got it. He's... I've, been, I've been feeling sick today. I was going into the office. I was feeling a bit crook and had made myself a cup of tea this morning. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I had a cup of tea. And yeah. then about an hour later, delivery. What's his delivery? I'm, I'm waiting on some purchases post uh, Justin Thomas's win. But it wasn't those. And it's, what's this from? Oh, my rocket sent me some biscuits. So this does... will go perfectly with my next cup of tea. <laughs> so does reception, reception ring through... Mr. Creedy, Mr. Creedy, delivery reception for you, Mr. Creedy. No, I was, I'm home. I've been. I'm, oh, okay. I go to the office once in a blue moon. Oh, okay, all right. But no, no, it was a downstairs. The buzzer rang, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what's this? 
Mm. What, what was in there with the uh, the Anzacs in there? Look, I won't lie to you. It was a little container of biscuits. They're all perfectly individually wrapped. And the first one on top was like a, um, uh, it's hard to explain. It's like, it's, it's like a softer one with like all sorts of bit of, like a fruity type one. And, uh, yeah, another one. Yeah. Yep. So I had that, like that. I literally walked upstairs at, before I'd even opened the package and was in the kitchen. I'd already eaten one. Yeah, it's like the cookie monster. There's crumbs going everywhere. And then about 20 minutes later, when I had a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, I'm like, right. I was really hoping that the next one was what I, what I thought it was, but it was the shortbread. So oh, yeah. that. And then, um, yeah, well, I ate that before the tea was ready. So then I opened the next one and it was a chocolate chip cookie, which is the one that I really wanted. So I got that and I was like, yeah, right. They are, they are mint. I have to hide them when I get them. Oh, oh, right. Three got- in about an hour. And so the rest are hiding now. So at least you should get some, get one of those before they're gone tomorrow. Uh, you got chocolate chip cookies from Mar Rocket. Yeah, they're the best. <laughs> Mar- you're on a diet, mate. You, you don't yeah, do this. You, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, don't, don't eat another. Like, uh, uh, no, you're right. I don't need them, uh, but cheapers weepers, I'd eat them if I had them. How do, oh, what you'd did you, you'd what, eat them all. What did, no, you have no idea how what good the chocolate What did you and are. I do to miss out? Like, when did this fellow with the Western United scarf on become the you know, team favourite? What happened? What did we do? Oh, no, I already got a delivery. Okay. Maybe there's some at work I haven't been to work. I don't, I don't go into the city very often anymore. Um, cool. Very good. Okay. Enough of that. Any more plugs, Rocket? He's rat. He's rattled. <laughs> he he turned. Rattled. I am. I, I well started. I'm, I'm a, if I'm a, you're wondering why I'm a bit out of sorts, he bloody antagonised me with the Western United. Uh, oh, was, you know, oh, no. we're, just, we're just looking after your fitness regime. It's all you know. We'll, we'll take. We'll take one for the team. Uh, ben Croker is. Um, he's a good fella. He trains us down. Trains me down there uh, once a week, and it's been great. Um, been an absolute revelation, but Ben Croker is the son of Peter Croker. Peter Croker, a uh, very uh, well-known golf coach um, in Australia. There you go. Um, okay, the Memorial. Well, we're going to talk about some of the European stuff. We're going to talk about European Asian Tour, uh, Women's Tour before we talk about the Memorial, or are we going to just go straight yeah. to the Memorial? No, why not? You choose. No, no. you choose. Oh, you choose. No. You choose. No. no. Straight to the Memorial? Memorial, okay. The, the, the women's was played at Shadow Creek. Yeah. No. Women's US Opens this week. It is. There's some European stuff. Whatever. Yeah, you're, know, it's, the, it's the only one I want to say about the the Women's US Open this week is I'm I'm feeling like an Aussie's going to win. Like I think Minji. One of the two. One, one, one of, oh no, it's got Minji, Minji written all over Green. it. One of those is going to pinch. It's a pine needles. Mm, correct. Pine needles is uh, again Donald. Um, no, it wasn't Donald Ross. No, Hang on. yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because yeah, it's right next to Southern Pines and Mid Pines. Yeah. So it's um, I think the last time was that I think the last because I know that Annika won the U.S. Open there, and I don't know if it's been back since. Um, but yeah, again, target golf, target golf being small greens, dish shaped greens. A lot of false front slopes, etc. So iron play is going to be a premium, premium because that course can she's be the hard. Best. I, I, uh, very confident on the on the Aussie girls this week. Uh, yeah, well, good luck to them. Well, good luck to them. Let's just quickly run through who we've got. We've got Sarah Kempy. We've got Sarah Kemp in there. Uh, we've got Mile of Golf and Caddy Snacks' very own Grace Kim. Uh, she qualified courtesy of her win the other week. Uh, that's good to see her in there. Uh, of course, we've got Minji Lee. Uh, who else have we got? Uh, Hannah Green, uh, Lydico from New Zealand. Uh, we've got Gabriella Ruffles. Of course we do. Another client of uh, Jamie Glazier's, by the way. Um, and uh, Julian uh, Alvarez. Do, you know, do we know much about Julian Alvarez? No? I'm not sure if she's a Kiwi or Australian. I'm oh, sorry, I apologise that I don't know, but... Um, Obviously, I can see the flag there in the participant rundown. Yeah, she's in New Zealand. From Kiwi, yeah. Okay. Yeah. From Kiwi, from New Zealand. She's a Kiwi. Um, That's right. If she wins, she's Aussie. <laughs> uh, we'll That's going uh, Yeah, it looks like a good field. Bronte. Russell Crowe. Russell. Uh, looks like a good field. Pine Needles looks like a great course. Um, and you're, you're very, very, so very stupid. Yeah, if anyone wants to see Pine Needles, go to, is it Tourist Source Season 6? Oh, I don't remember the seasons, but yeah. It was the one before Bandon. I think it's six. Season six. 
So they did it. They did one around pine needles, and they did southern pines and um, and mid pines and stuff like that. It's really really good. So that would be the suggestion. Go to Tourist Source, No Laying Up. I think it's season six when they did um, season five. There you go. Well done. I do have another plug, by the way. Another plug, se- plug segment's over, but I have another plug and you're uh, no laying up reminding me. Uh, Craft Golf. Uh, Craft Golf is uh, Will Kay, who runs Craft Golf. It's a boutique uh, merchandise providor uh, based out of Tasmania, uh, Rockets home state. And Craft Golf represents uh, the Golfer's Journal, but also represents no laying ups, um, Australian distribution for their merchandise and a selected range. And I recently got uh, what did I, what did I get? I, my back catalogue of uh, golfers journals, which you can see just there. Um, I was missing two. I was missing two. I don't know why I was missing two, but I was missing two. And I've got every one of the nineteen issues of uh, the golfers journal, which I love looking at for the photos. Don't read much, but I like the photos. And um, Craft Golf had the two missing issues, so I'd had them on hold for a while. Finally, got around to getting them. Sent Will some cash. Said fill me up with some no laying up merchandise to the value of whatever I sent him. He sent me back a great hoodie. He sent me back a great no laying up t-shirt. He sent me up some craft golf tees. He sent me up uh, a no laying up sticker pack and uh, my two issues all sent overnight. Fantastic. So if if you're into any of that, you don't have to get it and pay the freight from the States. You can get it off Will at Craft Golf. There you go. And I've... um I bought a few things from well. I bought some no laying up products, but I also bought some hazy sticks, some alignment sticks, and oh, yeah. we had them sent up. And Doc and I uh, got some. So yeah, great stuff. Uh, but what did happen? Uh, you know, I call it market research. When um, you know, I put that bill through the uh, system, the no laying up hoodie, it's good. It's all right, right? It's pretty good. It's got no laying up on it. But the mile of of golf hoodie is a quality item when compared to the no laying up hoodie. I just say that. And my love of golf footy is a high quality item compared to that. I love it. There you I, go. I, I mean, I've got cookies. I don't have a hoodie. No, do, well, well hoodie. in saying that, Mike, there's yours right there. That's it. That's it there. It turned up today. Yours came because I had to get a different size. There it is there. So, Rocket, you've got yours. Old Salty's got his. Uh, Doc's here. Yours is here. There you go. Um, once again, not available. Exclusive merchandise. Um, okay. Uh, the international series at England at uh, Slaley Hall. We've got a man on the ground there. I was hoping to talk him. I was hoping to talk to him. I'm hoping to bring him on. Blakey is uh, from Golf Rules Questions is refereeing at the international series uh, at Slaley Hall, which is part of the Asian Tour. Which then, uh, if you play well in the international series at England, uh, you get an entry into the Live Golf Invitational. So it's all part of that thing. So Blakey's over there for that event, and then we'll also be refereeing at. The Live Golf Invitational. So between now and next week, uh, we hope to talk to Blakey and um, just get his lay of the land from the ground over there at uh, the Live Golf Invitational. Anyway, it'll be good to catch up with him. And uh, what else? Um, European Tour. Memorial. Uh, we haven't done Memorial. Yeah, yet. but European Tour, Foxy. Oh. Foxy nearly got it. Foxy missed he out. Did. Yeah. He, doubled, he doubled his last to fall into a playoff and then lost to Victor Perez. But he, he also gets his um, stamps, his passport into the Open. So he's... Um, He's very happy. Foxy, um, yeah, I've got to say, since we started getting on the Fox train, Foxy's results have lifted. He's, his last two starts in continental Europe have been exceptional. I think mm. he finished top two both times and, and probably could have pinched both of them or should have won both of them um, and didn't didn't um, play poorly at the PGA either. Well, we have, so, been, um, yeah. we have been giving Foxy some love and he's his, uh, lifted. Okay, Memorial, take it away. Memorial, Jack's place this week. Mm. Speaking Rocket, of live, live golf, Jack's very, place. Very, very excited is Rocket. Are you excited? No, maybe? Uh, well, I'll be interested to see what the Changes? course looks like. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Renos. From, yeah, that's what I mean. Did Renos last year? Yeah. yeah. I'll be interested yeah. to see what that looks like. Um, and just hopefully the course plays a little bit firm and fast. Yep. And hopefully they make the 16th hole like, I don't know. I, I don't even know what he's turned it into, but it was just garbage. Yeah, I, I remember it that well. I mean, last year, you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but these this is one of the ones that when we came out of COVID, these are one of the ones. And this is the one Ram was winning by a long ways and had to pull out 
because um, yeah, he was leading by six, six, and going into the final round and got told as he walked off the the last that he he was positive. And he's had to patty ice. Here's a million dollars. Go and spend it however you like. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Big field this week. So, I mean, it's amazing to think how many people are playing this week. You've got the Canadian Open next week and then... Which which will have probably one of the worst fields ever. It'll be a shocker. (laughs) Um, But this week we've got Rory, Rahm, Cantlay, Spieth, Cam Smith, Morikawa, Shoffley, Hovland, Matsuyama, Lowry, Fitzpatrick, Cam Young, Max Homer, Zalatora, Sanjay Im, Davis, Riley playing great golf. Joaquin Neiman, Corey Connors, Berger, Mito, Answer, J-Day, Patrick Reed, Seamus Power, Adam Scott, Horschel. goes on and on and on. It is an unbelievable field. Um, it was pretty pretty tough to do a bit of homework on it, to be honest. Um, it was one of those ones where it's a bit of an unknown because everything's changed around a little bit. You know, bit of, bit of a course runner here and there. I still think ball striking. I still think strokes gain approach is going to be super, super important. Tee to greens is always important. Then I've had a look at how players go from shots in from about 175 to 200 yards. That's probably one of the key um, distances when you look at versus other courses that they're going to need. Yeah, there's some long par fours out there. Yep. And then on the par threes, they all sit between 200 and 220, 225 or 250 yards. So I've looked at that performance. Par fives over 550 yards. Now we're going to do the top 15 again, aren't we? And we'll Dada, dive well. into the data lake. Let's top go. 15 from the top. Uh, Matsuyama, Morikawa, Shoffley, Smith, Fitzpatrick, Ram, List, Homer, Lowry, Hovland, Connors, Laird. Laird? Laird. Um, what? Berger, Aaron Wise, Tom Hoagie. Led the data lake. A top really? Scott, a top Scott has made the top fifteen of the data lake. The data lake, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I've narrowed it down to five. I haven't really. I've had a, a small um, shekel on two of them, but um, the guys that I like are Matsuyama, who's ranks on top. But I'm a bit worried about his his health because he's he's been a bit toey froey, and, and he was the same in the PGA, so it concerns me a little bit. Cam Smith was unbelievable at the PGA and couldn't putt, but he's a top five putter on tour. So if he Yeah, there's green to be that, back to back to his his sort of normal, normal pace. Yeah. He's a, he's a huge chance. And then the other three are kind of sit all at the same level and I think all of them can win as well. And that's Max Homer, Shane Lowry and Cameron Young. I think all those guys fit very, very well. And they're my five. And and the only ones I've had small bets on so far have been Homer and Young just because the price was a bit silly. And just for Rocket because we were talking about it before we started recording today. I had a very, very small bet on Bryson to Shambo to win because he was 200 to one. And I thought, you know what? I'm happy to part with five bucks here and just, just uh, insure it's, it's an insurance policy just in case. Um, Question. Where yes. does, where did Davis Riley pop up? Davis Riley has been playing exceptional golf this year and mm-hmm. he was in my picks last week and at one point was winning was last yeah. week by a shot and yes. then vomited all over himself, as we like to say. Hmm. Uh, Davis sits at 32nd on the data lake, but 32nd Ooh. isn't bad when you think of the names that are in this field for a guy who's hasn't necessarily got um, truckloads of starts and truckloads of form. Um, he's, he's never obviously played 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 here before. His last um, his last five starts, the Schwabby finished fourth, thirteenth at the PGA, ninth at the Byron Nelson, fifth at the Mexico, and fourth at the Zurich. That's pretty good going. What about uh, J Day? J Day wasn't far behind, I don't think. Uh, where was J Day? No, can't see J Day. Must be a fair way down. Because yep. this is this is home course for him, and he's been is playing all right this year. House not far away from here. No, it's like down the road. Yeah, he's in the the estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they did that video. So J Day hmm. ranks ninety third. Really? Yeah, but the answer the answer is his numbers this year have been very poor. So when he's played well, he's played very well. But in the stats that I'm looking at, nearly all of them rank at a hundredth on tour or worse. Yeah. Okay. So that's why he, he rates him. Doesn't mean he can't win. I mean, he's finished fourth here before. And yeah. What about Pat Healy? Pat Healy. 
Oh, sorry, Ricky Fowler. He looks like Pat Healy from Something <laughs> yeah. About Mary. I was thinking to myself, well, with that, with that, name. with Probably. that private investigator, poor, poor man's porn stash that he wears. Is he playing? Yep. I didn't even know he's playing. I, I, I'm sure he's on my list somewhere, but I haven't seen him. He wouldn't even have enough stars to have stats in here, surely. Oh, he does. He ranks a bit higher up than um, both of those guys. He ranks. No, he's 60th. Bang in the middle. Mm. Bang in the middle. But that's mainly driven by his um, his numbers from par fives over 550s. He does pretty well. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, everyone knows I rag on the man. By virtue of me calling him Pat Healy from something about Mary. Well, that mustache is terrible. His, his last four starts here are 11th, cut, 14th, 8th, and 2nd. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Can't argue with those numbers. And, and, and the only thing that's holding him back at the moment is his putting. Yeah, and his mustache. And his, his, yes. his outfits are terrible still. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's only a couple of things. It's only a couple of things. It's only a couple. Oh, he's, he's still he's still fitting into a boy's size thirty. He's doing pretty. He's doing pretty well for how old, how old is Ricky now? 32, 33. Yeah. Like he's he's in that good oldest. shape. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, let's talk about Ricky for a sec. Do you think that he can bounce back, or do you think that's him? He's just gonna play, you know, this sort of level of golf, and you know, he's pretty happy. And at thirty-two, he's made seventy-five million, and he's he's fine. Or do you think that? He will bounce back. He can bounce back into mid thirties and forties, or early, into into early forties. Yeah, I think I think he can bounce back. I I don't know that he's ever tried to change his swing. I think it's just mental. I think he's oh, just got to get the belief. Has he changed it? Yeah, twice. Yeah, there you go. So, but, but but the thing is though, he's changed his swing, which really hasn't had a massive material impact on his ball striking. And the areas that, um, like, he doesn't have one part of his game that stands out. Like, you know, I think most players, you just, you know, we talk about Colin Morikow, it's like T degree, just needs a hot putting week. You know, it might be Brooks where it's like, you know, a lot of his driving and stuff like that. Or even it could be, you know, he's also, and DJ, so he hits it really long, but he's also like a demon with the wedge where you go Ricky and it's like, hey, he's long enough and he hits his irons okay. If there's one area of his game which I think is underrated is actually him around the greens. I think he's supremely underrated around the greens. He just doesn't make enough putts. Mm. He's, everything he said is bang on. If I, I'm just looking up his data now. So his strokes gain total, nothing's really super, has never been, you know, back to 2019. But all of it has just deteriorated up until the start of all the end of 2021, where he's back to an average tour player stats. When I think of Ricky, I think of a guy who could catch fire and when he was on, he was clutch and he's nowhere near that. that that's a bit of, if he can get that killer back, uh, he's, he's obviously got the talent. I'd, I'd, that doesn't go away. I'd just love to see him back, you know, like a little bit like Jordan, you know, it was good to see when Jordan started playing well. I think, you know, it'd be great to see Ricky playing well. He's one of the, you know, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, brings well, some eyeballs kid, to the game. He brings the kids, he's brought, the yeah. kid, you know, he's king of the kids, a bit like Jordan. It would be good for him to, look, he, he doesn't give a lot. Like his mm. interviews are quite bland and boring and, you know, it's okay, I guess. You know, but... You know, if he fixes his putting, you know, maybe that's the difference. And him contending a lot would, I don't yeah. know, be good, be better than having some of the misfits up there. He just needs to have a haircut and shave that mustache. It's just terrible. Yeah. Oh. It is terrible. Well, 20, 2018, he was official world golf ranking was easy top 10. Easy. And now he's 135. Hmm. Oh, well, Ricky, uh, let's get you back. Um, if we talk about you, Ryan Fox style, <laughs> you might have half a chance. Um, it's a great field. Uh, it's going to be interesting to uh, see. It's going to be interesting for me to look at you guys, watch you guys, uh, t- um, WhatsApp back and forth about what's going on. Uh, I enjoy that as much as uh, getting to see it. Um, Who's your pick, Ross? Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually need – I was just thinking that then. Um, I need Marty, to find – Marty Laird. 
No, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to pick Marty Laird. <laughs> as soon as I pick Marty Laird, you know what's going to happen now. We'll talk about Marty Laird. Marty yeah, Laird will finish like second, well. second, and get out <laughs> seven million, and and I'll go, nah, Marty Laird. Um, I, I I know I've, I've already put mine in because um, I did it before, so I didn't forget, and that's Max Homer. Because of all the guys that I liked in the top five, he's the only one that I haven't picked before. So, sorry, it was either him or Cam Young, and I took took Homer. Okay, yeah, for me, it's probably. Maybe Cam Smith, but I'm just not sure if I picked Cam Smith before, so that's why I can't commit. Yeah, um, I can't remember who I've picked. So I haven't had, clearly haven't had a look at uh, who I haven't hadn't. Um, so Cam Smith, I might, you know, I'll definitely be someone in that top fifteen. Might even be Marty Laird. Might even go for a bit of fun. Marty Laird. Um, top Scott. Uh, anything no, else? There's only, there's only two of them playing. I checked that. Yeah, Rusty and Marty. Yeah, I've got to check. I can't even remember who I've. I think I've already picked Max because I did him at Riviera. Riviera, I think. I might have to. Cam Young has been hot. Hmm. Don't know. Max. Yeah, I've already done Max. Damn it. Oh, well, Rocket, you can uh, you can M-log Rocket at your uh, your picks. Anything else? Anything else uh, while we wrap up? Uh, James Brock has got to go. He's got some work to do. He's got to I'll, jump on an international uh, IT security I'll, call. I've got a um, oh, hello. public service announcement. Yep. So of late, I can't play a lot of golf because it's that time of year where the sun's not out long enough for me. And so I've been trying to get down and play nine holes when I can at like 4, 4 4.30 on a Saturday afternoon, which is not ideal because the sun goes down at 5.30. And what I wanted to say is a public surface announcement because the people that listen to this are golfers, right? We all love golf and we all know people that are getting into golf now because that's what's happening. Lots and lots of people that don't normally play golf, haven't been playing for a long time, are getting involved. What I'd love to see is if some people out there can help by imparting the basic knowledge of what to do on a golf course to the people that are starting out. And that is fill your divots, fix your pitch marks. If you're slow, that's fine. Just let people pass. Because I tell you right now, someone's going to get killed. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, every time I go out, I would empty on nearly every tee box two buckets full of sand. Fix your pick, fix your pick, unbelievable. Fix your. Oh, I've run. I'm. I'm literally. I've run out of steam today, and I've got more stuff to do. It's ridiculous. Yeah, fill your divots in. Yeah, fix your pitch marks. Yep. Players are foursome at most. Don't go, don't turn up with twelve mates and just decide after the second hole when you're at the club best. And this is obviously a lot of this is public golf type stuff. They're not going to be copping this at PK, but um, yeah, it oh, just well, makes it better for everybody. There are some it, peanuts out there. Yeah, look, I think in that club environment, it does get a lot more attention. But I still think that at every golf course, you know, like and we'll start at the the bigger ones. There, there are a, a small section of people that think that. You know they don't need to do that, or it's it's okay just to forget or let it slide for that hole, that round, you know, that week. Um, and it's clearly doesn't work. Uh, that it only works when everyone pitches in. You know, Peninsula Kings will be recently. It's a topic there. It comes up in the the members' newsletters all the time about fixing um, divots. You know, you get a lot of people that visitors and guests and that sort of thing. I'm not blaming them, but they just don't have the same level of intention to care and we've got this situation now where basically you know you have to you get nominated for certain holes so you get nominated by i think your letter of your name and your alphabet and you know you've got to fill in divots and pitch marks on whatever hole and they if they figure if everyone does the names of their alphabet on their holes it'll, it'll increase the the patience me it doesn't bother me i just i just fill divots you know i fill my sand bucket up and i fill divots and i repair five pitch marks around um usually slows people up but um i just think at the public golf courses yeah you're right some of the newer golfers haven't learned that etiquette um you know they just think that grass grows back i don't know what they think but uh yeah you're right um and then some people and and then some people think well i've paid for this so i don't have to do it you know yeah or they say the pros not do it and i think that no one does it but it's just not the way it works yep but but i mean I, i pulled a guy up the other day and it it pained me to do it because I didn't want to get into a fight is the honest answer. But the golf course that I play at, it's, it's not fenced. People can just walk on. So I was coming down the third hole and he parked his car on the side and instead of going and paying his green fees, was coming onto the course with a handful of clubs and a ball retriever that had 
100 golf balls in it and was just going to drop them in the middle of the fairway and have practice. And so I thought he's not really going to do that. So I kept playing. And then as I came back around two or three holes later, he'd done that. And he just was literally just hacking, hitting not, he's clearly a golfer. He's hitting great shots in, no sand with him, no nothing. I just went over and said, listen, mate, I don't care if you're going to come in here and try and not pay for golf. I couldn't care. But just fill the sand. Just fill these in with sand. And he looked at me like, "Are you serious?" And I'm like, "I thought I was like, are you serious?" Like, I just walked away. But that's the sort of that's not just the new golfers. It is people that play a lot of golf that just don't have the care for the course. And I hate it. Now nah, there are tip rats out there. Tip I love rats. The term tip rat. <laughs> there are tip yeah. rats out there. Absolute tip rats. Yeah. No, that's no good. Um, doesn't matter if it's a council course, you know, because what will happen. Um, another interesting topic, um, what's happening at Northcote Golf Course. You know, yeah. what will happen is everyone will everyone will start using it, like public will, will start using the golf courses, which are the only places we get to, some people get to play golf. And this isn't a, you know, it's a golfer's right, public, you don't have access to public land. That's not, that's not that sort of environment. No. But golf is a sport and it needs golf courses. And, you know, councils have provided a amenity for golfers to play golf as they do for netballs, as they do for cricket, as they do for soccer, rugby, football, whatever. Golfers have that amenity. Yeah, okay, it takes up a little bit more space. And it's usually in a nice environment. That's golf. It doesn't mean that uh, necessarily should they be the domain of everyone to come and have uh, and use as a parkland. But at Northcote Golf Course, that's what's happened. And basically now the council had to secede to the... Um, to the um, Minority. Yeah, minority. Uh, what that, what's it called when you um, do a everyone signs? What's it called? Yeah, you know, sorry, I've gone blank. The you know, a petition. petition. Yeah, they had obviously a petition that started that said, "Give us our golf, give us the golf course for everyone." And basically, golf. You know, when golf stops there now, so you said you you jump on at four thirty and try and get yeah. nine holes in an hour. Three, 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 three p.m. Golf yeah. is off, public on. Like there'll be no one there. I, I can well, guarantee you there'll be nobody there. And as I said on Twitter. I want to know whether the people, and I'm not, I'm not going to get into an argument with anyone about it, but the golfers are paying to access that and maintain the grass and maintain the bunkers. I can tell you what happens at three o'clock. Jill and Brad are going to come down with three kids and they're going to have a picnic and good luck to them because they're allowed to. There's no problems with that. And the kids are going to jump in the bunkers and build sandcastles and mess around. They have not played to be there. They're just going to go. Dogs are going to crap on the grass. Yep. They're not going to pick it up because it's just a park. And then the golfer's yeah. going to come in and pay his grain fees. And dog will dig a hole in the bunker. Yeah, take a piss. Well, I saw it dump. during COVID. My 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 COVID walk was through my local public course, and every single day, I would see people on the greens, sitting on the edgings edgings of the bunkers, and like sitting there just kicking their feet along, just thinking it was a great spot to sit and really just taking the edging off the grass and zero respect. Just, but they, it's not even respect. They just have no idea. Mm. And that's, I get that. But it's not, they're not supposed to be there. It's like this is a golf course for that reason. If you want to fence off the greens every night, then go, go and do it. But that doesn't make any sense either. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, my point is if we don't protect it and respect it and you know, behave like golfers, new experience or otherwise, you know, this sort of culture will happen and, and we will lose these golf courses in, in, in time. You know, we've got a boom. We've got a once-in-a-generation opportunity as golf grows and, and a lot of people have come to it to maintain that. And, you know, Clovermore has already tried to take away one of the greatest golf course assets to, you know, the Sydney golfing public near a great town in one of the greatest countries. Um, she tried to take it away because, you know, was she that, built... Was that, the, was that the... Which one was that one? That more, was the... More, um, pa- more Park. Yeah, it's like right in the middle of the city, like with the, one of the better driving ranges on the planet. So, you know, because they've built a million bazillion um, apartments near there and happily take all of the revenue that comes from building a million bazillion p- apartments. Now, of course, a million bazillion times two people have to have public amenity. Now, not the fact that the Centennial Park is just over the road, but, you know, more park the golf course is a little bit closer so we'll have that place and obviously it hasn't happened yet but you know if we don't respect the golf courses and really respect the game and the traditions of it and treat golf like golf should be and really stand up for it this sort of thing will happen it'll it'll be blended and bleed and people to like a driving range and people said well if he can hit golf balls on there and not pay his fee i'm gonna walk my dog so Northcote. so i know i gotta jump off but i'm i'm fired up so let's go um <laughs> love it we we forecast so, we took, we picked so, it. So what 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 time what time is it supposed to finish for golf? Three, three o'clock, three p.m. Is that every day? Every day. 
That's a as setup. Far, as far as as far as I'm aware, that's a setup. They can't go after work. No, it's a setup because here's what will happen, right? So there's obviously some some dingbats, some tip rats, and some dirt bags on that council, and they've got some developer mates in there somewhere, and they want to sell off part of it and then punt off the rest of it for probably some parkland inside that development because that land's going to be worth an absolute truckload. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. So guess what? If you have it at 3 o'clock every day, that means people wanting to play, especially in the peak time of the year when, when they play the most golf, so your spring and your summer, after hours, they're not going to be able to. So guess what? All of a sudden, they're going to start to track the data of, how many people are playing golf on that course up to three o'clock? Guess what? It's going to fall off a cliff. Hmm. So baseline that over a five to six year period. Oh, not enough participation in golf. We really should just sell this land off to the developers. It's an absolute setup. It's a it's a crock. It's an absolute crock of shit. They're not. I think it's more on city council. They're not more. Great. What is that more? Did you say more on city council? Yeah, yeah. That's appropriate. That doesn't. Um... Sorry, sorry, listeners, for me cussing and stuff like that, but I get really jacked off with councils that have zero foresight, zero intelligence, zero um, understanding of the benefits. And the th- here's the thing. I'm not saying that it, 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 you can't share it with other people, but, but let's be smart about this thing. And here's the other thing is that they're going to make this park open and, you know, there's going to be heaps of people there that don't treat the course accordingly. So that means there's going to be more maintenance required, but guess who's going to have to pay for that? The golfers and, and, and the people that try and maintain the course, instead of it going into improvements, it's going to be basically just trying to keep it. So it doesn't look like a dump. It's a joke. Uh, it's a joke. It's a setup. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up, but I'll just ref- yeah, wrap, refer. Wrap me up. Wrap me up. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Uh, everyone loves a rocket rant. Uh, but we talk about, you know, the homeland of golf, the homeland of my family, the homeland of my wife's family where golf, you know, was born. And in Scotland, they have an ancient rule called right to roam. We've probably talked about this before. Sunday. Well, Sunday. Uh, Sunday at St Andrews where they close it and everyone can get, everyone gets access to it. Um, Maybe that's a solution. Uh, But, you know, a right to roam. So people have access to, let's use North Berwick as an example. You can go and walk across North Berwick to get to the beach. You can walk down the side of it and no one can say anything, you know. And I've had a couple of rounds there where people have been walking along, uh, I think the 15th, 16th, that goes back up near the water and patting other people's dogs. And you know what? They know where they go and they know where the golfers go and they coexist and everyone is happy. Because you have a community that understands and cares. Correct. They understand and they care. Correct. And they're protecting everyone. Correct. The game, the golfers care about, you know, sharing this with the community and the community care about the course and then provide, you know, back and forth, right? Because there's a there's a nice little ecosystem and a harmony that exists. The, the, versus I've got some mates who are developers and I might get some get some Brown paper bags under the under the in the car park, something the, like that. The local the, the locals know that they can use that to their needs, but they respect the fact that what golf does for that little town, that community, what it means to it. And hmm. Moreland Council and Northcote Golf Course should be no different. Now, Moreland Council should respect what that course means and what it does for the community, and ensure that there is some co- coexisting opportunities where golfers don't lose access at three pm, which is exactly going to happen. People are going to go, "Well, no one's playing golf anymore. Oh, let's close it down and let's That's you know do whatever." Um, it's just baloney, and you know. If you want to know how to do golf, just look at the home of golf. Look at the people that invented the game and the traditions that have been maintained over hundreds of years and just take that as a model and just do do that sort of stuff. And and even, you know, I think even sandbelt courses could do it. You know, I know at Peninsula Kings we've got a big walking track. Now, no one knows it's there, but I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure that there's a day when, you know, maybe the walking track can get opened up and you can book a walk, you know, you can come and do a walk around the thing. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, good Rocket, fired up. You're going to go. Um, we're going to go. Mike, uh, it's been great. Thanks. Well done with your data tippage, uh, data lakeage from last week. Um, well done to whoever uh, did uh, use that to their benefit. Uh, once again, of course, this isn't a gambling um, discussion, but if you do use that for that purposes, do it responsibly. Um, support Rocket and I on our 
push-up challenge, 24 days to do many, and you can do the push-ups in, yeah, that's there's five push-ups, Rocket, put that in your bank. Five um, raising of the roofs. We will be hitting each and every one of you up for some sponsorship. Uh, please to give generously for a great cause to help mental health and uh, help the people at Lifeline who need the support because um, it is those funds do go to um, making Lifeline and supporting people who do help great people achieve great things through um, the support. Uh, gents, I, I think we should uh, leave everyone with um, Mike's new theme tune. What do you reckon? Mike, 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 I love it. The shocker. I love it. <laughs> Uh, gents, we'll see you next week. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike. Just need a dirty martini Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. M-I-K-E. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. M-I-K-E. M-I-K-E, Mike M-I-K-E, Mike, Mike, Mike Mike, Mike, Mike Mike, 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 Mike Mike, 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 Mike Mike Mike, 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 Mike.